I'm Shannon. Wait, I'm not Shannon. <laughs> Nope, 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 nope. I'm already drunk. <laughs> All right. Hello, friends. We're here on the couch, on my phone. Continuing the couch phone situation here. Continuing the couch phone situation here. It's been three and a half weeks. It's been, it's been a long time. Since I've sprained my ankle, I'm just now able to start kind of sort of walking flat-footed hooray (laughs) hooray like i still mostly hobble on my tippy toes but like now i can stand on it sort of kind of while i brush my teeth or stand on it now in the shower for a short amount of time um but man fucking aging is a racket Aging is a racket. I said that a bunch of times on Sunday. Saturday night, I went to a wedding. We can talk more about that. There's a bunch of fun stories, wedding associated. But I drank, and I drank during the cocktail hour, and I drank during dinner. And that was it. And at at the end of dinner, I stopped drinking. So I was done drinking by like 7 or 7.30. So do you have like six drinks? I would say four. I had four drinks. And then I drove home at 11 p.m. And then I had a hangover the whole next day. (laughs) Because why? Aging is a racket. We had our, this is super quick because we'll go more into this later too. We also had our big birthday party on Saturday for Scott and farewell party for Nina. And Scotty just like drank all day like like he did last year. He just was like pounding beers. And... um, he still had to adult. I still made him adult <laughs> that night. We had to fucking clean up, and he was pissed at me for making him clean up because now he's like drunk slash hungover already. <laughs> and then the next morning, he had to fucking adult too because I'm still broken. And I looked at him. I'm like, I'm sorry you're fucking hungover. You might have wanted to think about this before you got that drunk because I am not a functioning adult still. And you still have to do a lot of the work around here, and we have shit to do. You remember what a rager my 30th birthday was? Yes. I asked Mark, my ex, my dumb shit drug addict ex at the time, who was my boyfriend at the time, to please stay sober for the party. That's what I asked him. And he was like, I'm not the drunk. And I was like, okay, uh, you just asked to touch our black roommate's hair. I'm pretty sure you're that drunk. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you are. That was really uncool. And then he broke my phone case because he was mad at me. And when I got up the next morning and the house was still completely trashed, I was like, see, this is why I wanted him to. Like, I didn't want to get up after my rager of a birthday party and have to clean the whole house by myself. Yeah. Come on. Well, we have to clean the same night because we had you a have tent. The tent. You have the have the tent pick up. A rental tent, and I knew they were. They said we're coming sa- Sunday or Monday. Just depends on how our pickups go, and so we still have to be ready for them. And yeah. so, like the chairs have to be folded and stacked, and so do the tables in the middle of the tent. So, like in case it rains, like they're still protected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not. He wasn't super happy but i'm like i'm sorry man like sorry, you should, man. probably should have thought about that a little harder before you drank all this is part of being an adult yeah you gotta you gotta plan drink a case of beer and now you have to clean i'm real sorry right real sorry. so anina how yes was your goodbye party 
It was really <laughs> fun. Yeah, I really enjoyed like seeing people and like friends that I've met here. Yeah. 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 Anina's leaving us in two weeks, so this is like probably. One of her last chances to podcast with us. She's put it off all year long. And I'm like, so you have to do it now. We always do one. We always have an interview. So um, how has your exchange year been? Uh, it's It's been difficult. But it's also been like the most like like so exciting and like what I've always wanted to it to be. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like difficult because like your parents are home and your yeah. your and, like, par- the- your honey's home and <laughs> yeah. yeah, and like the culture shock at first it was big, but now it's like normal, yeah. so now it's like not hard. Yeah, like it's easy. So remember when I asked you if you wanted giant high school or small high school? Would you change your mind now? I'd still say no. Yeah. I really like the big high school and the like the uh fall the football games. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Like yeah. the high school famous football games and like yeah. What has been your favorite like part of like American high school life? Uh I would just say like day to day life. Like going to school early and then leaving early too. And then also, like, homecoming and prom and, yeah. Yeah, because you don't particularly have those types of things in Finland, right? Most European countries don't have as much fanfare as Americans do, right? Yeah. 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 We have kind of, like, prom, but it's different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have questions? Um, Yes. At the CNN, everyone. It, you are, yes, that's exactly <laughs> what you are doing. What? Do Where you, were you on the night of the 24th? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so what were some of your, like, favorite experiences that maybe you didn't expect, right? Like, something that you didn't, like, where you were, you know, like, you knew you were probably going to go to a prom. You've seen prom movies. Mm-hmm. But, like, was it totally different than you thought or was it the same? Like, what were some experiences that you had where you were like, this was not what I thought it was going to be and it was pretty cool? Uh, homecoming, it was, like, jumping, everybody was sweaty, and then they threw, like, water bottles, and it was such, like, crazy, that was not good, but it was still fun, but it was, like, nothing that I expected. The pep rally, is that what you're talking about, or the football game? Oh, the dance, homecoming dance. Oh, the dance, dance. Okay. okay. Yeah, but the, and all the pep rallies, they were fun, too, and, like, assemblies, they were fun too, yeah. but kind of different. Like we don't have anything like that, so it was like new, and I didn't know that you have those. So yeah, cool. We have graduation coming up. Um, Anina's going to walk. She doesn't technically get a diploma, but they let the 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 of age exchange students walk and pretend like they graduate, <laughs> um, and then there's an all-night senior party lock-in at the high school. Um, what do you think about that particular party and um, what that like particular event symbolizes? 
that enough information? <laughs> yeah. I really don't know if like they have like prices and like yeah. all different kind of activities. So it's like, are they like trying to stop us drinking or like partying? And like yes, <laughs> yes, they are locking you in a high school from nine p.m. to four a.m. so yeah. that you don't go out. Drinking and driving and killing yourself, Anina. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like all night party and it ends at like four. Yeah, it really should end at like seven. Seven. Like, yeah. I don't want to get up at 4 a.m. and get your ass. <laughs> like, that might be the one time I'm like, you can walk home. <laughs> Ever heard of Uber? <laughs> yeah. Good luck getting an Uber in Brighton, though. But yeah. Better take a bike with you. <laughs> oh, anyway, so when you go home, what are your next steps? What are your plans when you go home? Uh, it's midsummer, so partying and staying up late and like seeing my friends and family. You are legit going home on midsummer. Like yeah. you're flying home on solstice, so. Yeah. Yeah, so is it like a week-long festival or? Uh, it's more like kind of like weekend thing and okay. like Mondays off like for everyone. So it's like they have lots of festivals and like like people are just like hanging out with friends and family. So it's like it's kind of big thing. Yeah, so. well, that will be nice to go home to. You're going to yeah. go home to Midsummer Festival and and have a really great time reconnecting with everyone. That's fun. And then in two years, we'll come visit or you'll come yeah. down to Berlin and we'll all go to Magic Mike together. Yes. <laughs> and then we can go to Greece and like see the Abba Island. Yes, we'll go to Greece in a few years. I, I think we, we were saying when Catherine turns 15 or 16, we're going to go to Greece and do a like a Mamma Mia tour. And yeah. Anina's all for that. And so is her mom. Her God, Anina's godmother lives in Greece. So... We'll, we'll, we'll have a hookup and be able to do a lot of fun things. Uh, the Finns yeah. love to vacation in Greece. It's totally a thing. Yeah. And also that they, like, you know, Finnish women just, like, stay there. They find their hot Greek guys. Yeah, that's what happened to my godmother. <laughs> <laughs> he <laughs> found a Greek guy. <laughs> my friend Christos, who dated my roommate way back in the day, um, and is, like, one of the former Detroit ravers. I feel like I told this story when it happened, but, like, last year when we were visiting Washington, D.C., um, he was talking about that and I was like, oh, Sassy's parents met in Greece and, and his, her mom was like an American guy met a Finnish woman, woman in Greece. And Christos was like, oh my gosh, she couldn't find a real Greek. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's so common. And like, I was so sad that Larry was dead because he would have loved that so much. <laughs> He would have thought that was the funniest shit. <laughs> I love it. Well, we like to end our annual exchange interview by asking, making them say something filthy in their native language. <laughs> yes, making them share f naughty words with us in their home language. So we'll do what we did with um, Lisa. We'll have you say our favorite saying, which is suck a bag of dicks. Um, so whatever best translation you can do for that, and then you can do like your most common um, swear word, 
you know, in, like, in Finland. Or, or like, phrase. Yeah, phrase, right? yeah, like, whatever. Like, Lisa's translation was, like, fuck your dad, you know? Like, go fuck your dead relatives. Um, so I would say the most common American swear words is probably just the word fuck. Like, fuck is so useful. Fuck this, fuck that, fuck you. Mm-hmm. And fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> what else? What What else would you say is our other go-to? I don't know. Yeah. I would say, like, fuck and shit are definitely the two most commonly said words. Yeah. But, like, if I were doing this, I would say the thing that I say most often is suck a bag of dicks. Suck a bag of dicks. Suck a bag of dicks. <laughs> Thou shalt ingest a satchel of Richard's. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to hand this over to Anina so she can give us a nice, clear bit, and then we'll lift it and add it to our intro, I, which reminds me, I got to find Isla's suck a bag of dicks in German. So it's been a rough two, it's been a rough two years, <laughs> it's y'all. It's been a rough couple of years. If you guys forgot, Isla went home at the height of COVID. It's March, yeah. March 2020. She had, yeah. They forced her to fly back to Germany. Yeah, so. yeah, so... All right, I'm gonna hold this and like give us some like really great sound bits. Okay, so saga bag of dicks. It's ime pergeleesti muna, which is like there's not like a straight like translation for pergeleesti, but it's like a lot. <laughs> Suck a lot of dicks. Yeah. All right, so, say it one more time. Ime pergeleesti muna. Yeah. Yeah, and then like, fuck in Finnish is vittu. Vittu. Yeah, and then shit is paska. 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 <laughs> have to teach that to Catherine so she can curse yeah. in Finnish and be and people won't know. Yeah, so. and then we use like we curse a lot. <laughs> like my parents are like bad, so like we have like long lines like vittu saatana perkele paska which is like a lot of different curse words and you can just like yell those and everybody will like oh okay <laughs> all right so now, uh, like do a nice long string of like something you would typically say yeah to, like, or something anina would say like maybe you're, if you're to fight with your brother or like you're fucking around with your friends like what would you say i'd probably say haista paska which means like smell shit, kind of like like shove your face and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't put your face in shit. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Or just like fuck. That's like vitu. That's yeah. common. Yeah. You know, when I was younger, I also used to really love fuck you, you fucking fuck. <laughs> that was a good one. Fuck you, you fucking fuck. My friend had that written on a shirt in really tiny writing right there. So people would get like close to try to read what was on a shirt. And it said, fuck you, fuck you, you fucking fuck. <laughs> Anina thinks that is very funny, you guys. She's laughing pretty hard. like veto like 12 times. Yeah, say it. Like, fuck, say fuck you, you fucking fuck. Oh, my God. We can say like, like go fuck yourself. Like me vittuun vittuun saatanan perkele haista. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you can just like say the words like many times and in a different order or just like, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. Well, thank you, sweetie. We love you. Yeah. And. Oh.
Oh, I can't wait. We're all sad. She's going. So we'll have to visit soon. Don't tell the others, but Anino is my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) All right, dear. Well, you're released to go to bed. (laughs) She had a little bathy bath tonight and really enjoyed listening to 90s rap while soaking in a tub. So... Shannon was like Rick rolling her, but with 90s rap. <laughs> I love the first few songs. Yeah, and I was like, well, you give her some spa music now, now that I've made her listen to really naughty rap songs about popping your pussy. So, ooh, that is one I didn't play. Pop that pussy, baby. Pop that pussy, baby. Pop, pop that pussy, baby. I think we listened to it before, like on that Mega Mix. Yeah. All right. Good night. <laughs> oh, it's so always delightful to have the exit interview. It is. It is nice. Oh, you've had some good girls. Yeah. You've had some. You've had some good girls stay here. Yeah. I don't. I honestly don't know if I'm ready for another one yet. But we'll see. I say take a year off. I say that's yeah. fine. That's yeah. fine. You've had Anina for two years. Yeah, legit. Because we had Anina on a stick. Yeah, we had Anina on a stick. Anina was in our family's Christmas card this year because <laughs> she was at Christmas last year. Right. On a stick. She, she was on a stick at Christmas last year, mm-hmm. so she made it onto the Christmas card. That's right, Anina on a stick. So, yeah, I mean, and you guys talked to her that whole time. So, yeah, I, th- I say take a break. Yeah. Yep. Well, we got Vegas in the fall. We do have Vegas in the fall. Yeah. Super excited about that. I still haven't decided if I'm inviting my family or not. Well, yeah, I don't know, man. Fucking figure that out. Listen, it is in my grudge museum that my family did not come to my 30th birthday party. Right? Like, it is a, it is a featured, in my grudge museum, it is a featured exhibit. I have a grudge museum about my wedding. You're not on that shelf, but others are. Like, you legit had the swine over nine so like that's like that's like not going to a wedding because you had covid so like that's okay right right but there were other people who were just like didn't show up didn't show up went trick-or-treating instead oh my god i forgot you had told me that i had totally forgotten that happened or like came to town the weekend before and couldn't come like didn't come to the wedding but they came into town the weekend before yeah Grudge Museum. Yeah. So I have a, there's a lot in my Grudge Museum about my family not showing up to my 30th birthday party and then everybody going to Sessie's in Washington, D.C. Mine was in Ann Arbor. Mine was in the same state as you all live in. And my mom was like, well, Sessie asked everybody. And I was like, I asked everyone, mom. And she was like, well, you know, they were all working then. And I was like, half of them were still working when, because my parents are the oldest. Mm -hmm. Like, when Sassy turned 30 in 2019, like, they were still working. Some of them were still working. Everybody likes Sassy better than me. I get that. I like Sassy better than me, but I'm still mad about it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still. I'm still, it's in my garage museum. Oh, my conference is back in D.C. And then next spring, maybe you can go with me and we'll go visit Sussie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sussie's great. Her, her place is great. She got a rescue dog. 
So she's got her little. All right. So going. inviting your family or not? Still don't know. Don't know what I want to do. We got our cabanas. I got we one. Do. You got one. We have cabanas. So we have pool day. We have magic mic seats, front row couch, mm-hmm. front of the stage. Mm-hmm. Yep. And all then, the cock will be in our face. So excited. I mean, yeah. It's going to be a pretty sweet dance show. Yeah. Lisa's supposed to come. I really hope that Allie comes. That would be great. I mean, maybe I need to start bugging her. That's my um, uh, Australia friend. Yeah. Who RSVPDS like immediately when... We posted about this five years ago. Yeah. And then she said, I don't know if I'll be able to make it because of COVID, which is like, that is a legitimate concern. It's a legitimate concern. So, yeah, we've got that. We've got stuff. Yeah. All right. So tell me more about your party. You said that you had other things to share. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, we had a good time. Uh, We celebrated St. Scotty's Day. Um, Anina and I watched Beer Fest the night before to get in the mood. And so I did pull up all the old beer fest games i set up game tables to play drinking games all day and then we're all a bunch of fucking old fogies no one even played any beer pong this year except for the four-year-olds um that's funny (laughs) yeah we got a picture of that that's funny (laughs) starting them young uh we i had custom cookies done again so there were a few that said saint scotty's day on it and they were I like i saw that on your insta yeah there was like beer shaped and there, there was a whole like really nice really great box from three best bakery uh sent us a really great box of mixed like saint patrick's day themed things and she did write out on a few cookies saint scotty's day saint scotty day uh, I was real nervous. Like, we had a bunch of cancellations at the last minute. I was like, no one's coming to my party. <laughs> like, I'm a 44-year-old loser. No one's coming. Um, but a nice little group showed up, so it was, it was good. It was good. So, yeah. My front yard was full of cars. Yeah. It's crazy. That's good, though. Yeah. Get all, getting all the people in here. Yeah. Um, so the wedding I went to Saturday, the, re- I, the reason I missed Anina's goodbye and St. Scotty's Day was because... Um, my first student invited me to a wedding. I mean, like it was the first, I know that I've had other students get married, but like this one was someone who I was very close to who invited me to the wedding. That's so fun. It was, it was really fun. It was at the graduate in Ann Arbor. And let me tell you about this parking geniusness. Are you ready for this shit? Yeah. So that is the old, what's the old name of it? I can't remember. My parents asked me the same fucking thing. But they redid the hotel and did yeah. they build a parking structure next to it or it like expanded the park they expanded the hotel i don't know the parking lot is gone yeah right yes so. but they have valet i don't know so it's the par- the the um wedding started at 4 30 what time do parking meters stop being checked in ann arbor mm, five o'clock six p.m oh six okay six. This is something I know from growing up in the area and doing like after school special stuff in Ann Arbor. I double checked it online just to make sure it hadn't changed, right? So I get to downtown at like 3.40, right? Because I gave myself plenty of time to find a spot. I wasn't sure. So I drove around. I found a street spot two blocks away. I parallel parked my car and then I sat in it. And, you know, like, just, like, powder my nose and, like, put on some more lip gloss and repacked my purse for 20 minutes. 
And then I got up at exactly four o'clock, paid for exactly two hours of parking because the meters are two hour meters, and then went to the wedding. And so I paid $4.20 for my parking for the wedding. Nice. When all these other people were paying $30 valet. (laughs) (laughs) So I just was very proud of that. I was like, this is me doing some Ann Arbor parking ninja magic. That is ninja ninja parking ninja magic. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I, I ended up being in the parking spot for like less than 15 minutes. It wasn't a full 20 because, you know, I drove around a little bit to find the spot. So, yeah, just sort of sat there. You know, powdered my nose, glossied my lips, did all the things. It was a good time. You think you're the only one that does that? No, like, of I'm sure not. people do it all the time. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. So, yeah, that was pretty dope. Like, that was, I, I, I passed the parking thing. I was perfect. And then I go to get into the elevator. I see a bunch of people dressed up, and they're talking about their clothes being wrinkly. And I was like, oh, I ironed this right before getting here, and now... My like it's all wrinkly up the back from driving here, and they were all laughing because they understand. We all understand. And then um, they all introduced themselves, and I was like, "I will never remember any of your names. This is too much." And they were like, "We'll just call you Wrinkles." And I was like, "Ah, don't do that! <laughs> no, no, it's too close to forty. No." I was like, I am having a landmark birthday this year. I'm panicking about wrinkles. And they were like, aw, 21, like thinking that they're being sweet, which is hilarious because if they'd been like, aw, 30, like, (laughs) but they thought I was turning 30. I'm not. I'm turning 40. And they were all shocked. And I said, let me tell you the trick to that. Don't have children. (laughs) It's how you stay looking young. It's how you, it's how you keep the youth. Don't have the kids the trick i love it <laughs> yes and they were like oh i see that the wedding was cute it was really nice um and then the sister so the sister of the bride who was the maid of honor i had helped her in school also and her best friend is one of the persians so they were there and like we had a super fun time and we're like super ridiculous and hung out all night and drank and it was like it was a super great time i don't have the pictures on here we did photo booth pictures and they were oh that's they were fun, fun yeah so we had some of those but here i am you look great by the way like oh yeah you just like your outfit is amazing you're Makeup's on fleek, like... Everybody loved my outfit. I've never been to a wedding and had so many people compliment what I was wearing. So I had... This is me sitting outside at the thing. So it has this little belt and the big puffy sleeves. Yeah. Right? Everybody was into it. So... Oh, and this, this sister, that's the sister. She's also a witch, so I wore my witch necklace. And she was even, like, represent. Nice. Nice. Way to... It's good. And then there I am with the bride. And I made the professional photographer. I was like, I want a tutoring girl's picture. And the photographer's like, mm-hmm. Like, obviously she has no idea what that means. But I just wanted a picture with me and the bride and her sister and the Persian who was there. Yeah. So it was like, yeah. it was very fun. I had a That's great time. fun. I love it. Yeah. Yep. And then um, there was this moment when uh, the girls like Parmida and Grace we were, you know, hanging out, dancing, talking, and Grace was like, let's go take a break. We're going to go into the, like, bridal getting ready suite and hang out. And I was drinking water because I'd stopped drinking alcohol by that point. And we're all talking, and Parmida's telling this story because that's the family that owned the dance studio, still owns it. And this this girl, 
you know, put in her two weeks and then like didn't fucking do anything those two weeks, right? Like barely did her job. And so Janice, the mom, calls in and is like, hey, so what time did you get there today? And she's like, oh, I got here at nine. Janice is like, mm, you sure? She's like, well, maybe like 9.02. And she's like, I have 9.22. Yeah, I have fucking cameras in there, you dumb shit. You were 20 minutes late, right? And I was like, oh, you have cameras there? How long have you guys had those? <laughs> so I'm not subtle. I'm not sneaky. And Parmita's like, you got something to tell us there, Maggie? <laughs> How many times did you fuck somebody in the dance studio? <laughs> she just called you right the fuck out. She totally did. Well, how many times has she had that's, sex that's exactly, in the dance studio? She, she admitted she had. Yes. She admitted that she had done it with her boyfriend there. That was how she knew why I was being like that. <laughs> Listen, luckily I did it in the bathroom, okay? There we go. But also the cameras were there after I quit. Whoo, whoo! Thank God. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Listen, there's there's also like knowing her, my old boss. There's no way she wouldn't have called me on that. You right, know, she right. would have been like, "Ma'am, <laughs> did you sanitize at least afterwards?" Obviously, <laughs> obviously, I did. Oh, you know what? I did have this picture. Did I save this? Hang on, hang on. Oh, that's fun. This. Those are our little. Oh, those are super cute. So fun. What a great little booth. Yeah, it was a cute little. We had a super fun time being ridiculous together. So, yeah, I had a great time at the wedding. Um, It was great to have a break from having grad school meltdowns. Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're going to do more of those breaks from having grad school meltdowns? Yeah. Well, I have to get Sid finished on Friday. So, I mean, when I booked that, I thought I was going to be wrapping up school with my students, not working very much, and just having two classes that were taking the whole summer. So Mm -hmm. I was like, that'll be perfect. That'll be the perfect time to do it. Not realizing that I was doing six credit hours in six weeks. So Friday, we're we're just finishing this guy up. So for those of you who don't remember, here's the brief... Here's the brief story of that. When I first was getting it done in November, um, some people were getting married in there the next day, and a bunch of people started traipsing through the, like, like 12 people without masks on, just, like, bringing their shit in for the wedding the next day and propping the doors open to bring stuff in. And I'm getting tattooed in a tank top in November in Michigan. So I was cold and I was miserable and I was uncomfortable that there were all these people there. And I was like, how am I doing? How's my skin doing? Do I need to be, do we need to be done? And I realized that I was just looking for an excuse to be done. Mm -hmm. So, so I left and we rebooked for late December and then in late December she got COVID and then we rebooked for early February and in early February there was a major snowstorm and I didn't get to go. And then we rebooked for April and in April, my tattoo artist had to have emergency surgery. So, like, this has been rebooked so many times. I'm not giving up this Yeah, you got to do it. Got to do it. So Friday is just no, no school. No school on Friday. No schoolwork. Just hang out and get the tattoo done. Excellent. I like that. And then I was like, maybe I should, like, keep that up for the rest of the semester. Fridays are just... No school day unless it's an absolute emergency and I really, really, really need to get the work done. Like, I just hate this class. I hate this fucking class. It's 
bullshit. It's bullshit that they're teaching it like this in a six-week course. Mm -hmm. You know, this like, um, here's a thousand pages of information. Figure it all out on your own. Like, ma'am, I do not have time for this. No, no human being has time for this. Yeah. Like, that is, that is what you do in a normal semester when you do have time to go rifling through all of the things. Mm-hmm. But, like, when you're on this, like, double speed with the deadline, where the fuck's my time to figure this all out? Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. So, I just, I just hate it, and I'm really salty about it. I have definitely stopped putting in effort in the discussions, like, in the discussion board i agree and then just like vomit someone else's opinion again there it is or i just tell stories about what happens in my life i'm not lying i've done that for multiple discussions so far (laughs) (laughs) the most recent one was talking about um learning disability accommodations and i was like this was not what the prompt was at all and i was like here's the most common accommodations that i see as a high school math tutor and i listed them and i was like here's why they're helpful the end like perfect right 100 percent. all i gotta do is get that check mark all i gotta do is get that check mark like those it did say like why are the accommodations appropriate but like i did not follow the prompt other than that your teacher doesn't care she doesn't care she just wants to see that you answered something and it was maybe remotely related that's right so you could have been like this is why i need accommodations for this class and i really need to get to the disability office I did I did talk to my professor about that and I was like, listen, normally I have tools to manage my anxiety. It's just that this is really fast and difficult. Yeah. It's really fast and difficult. Mm-hmm. So I hate this class and I'm really cranky about it. Um and I'm really cranky about the fact that neither of my professors email me back 100 percent of the time. When you oh, oh, and my science class, I mean I like that class way better. It's teaching science for understanding. He has not graded a single thing. Today is the halfway point of the semester, and I have no idea how I'm doing in this course. no one knows how they're standing. No no fucking idea if I'm doing it right or not. Way past that drop deadline at this point. Uh, Drop deadline was today. Yeah. Yep. I mean, let me, hot tip, Hmm. at least in my experiences... You can always drop a class up right. to the last day of class. Yep. You just don't get your money back. And you get a W on your transcript. Right. Yep. So yeah. I've even seen people retroactively drop classes. <laughs> like, I love that. You know, into the next semester or week or so. I really considered dropping the class. Like I really considered it. And I thought, um, I ended up talking to my friend Margo, who is a college professor, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, she's like a lecturer, but whatever, you know, teaches college. Yeah. So she said, like, basically, just do your best on this shit-ass assignment that's stressing you out. And then after that, like, try to get what you wanted out of this class. Like, and I was like, yeah, I still could get what I wanted out of this class. Mm -hmm. That is still a possibility here. So, and... You're right. My professor doesn't give that much of a shit. So and once I realized that, she said, like, the only way that you could really fail this is to not try. And I was like, I have been trying. I have been trying so hard. They just literally want you to use your brain and try. 
Oh, but like you could get half of it wrong and they'd be like good enough right they tried I, we did try i have proof you used your brain yeah she was like you you can't turn it in and say we think this student should learn stuff <laughs> i do think that student should learn stuff my dad was hilarious i gave him the dossier and he just went on a rant about everything that was missing from it <laughs> because my dad was a school psychologist, and he just felt like the psychological testing was not rigorous enough. <laughs> he had opinions. I love it. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. He was like, they didn't even test this kid for ADHD. What the fuck are these people doing? <laughs> and he was like, I need all these other scores, because I need to figure out what's go- really going on here. And I was like, Dad... I just need to write a shitty IEP for this fake kid. And he was like, that's not a fake kid. That's based on a real kid. Those are all based on real shit. Yeah, based on a real kid who needs more testing so you can give him proper stuff. Yeah, I did say that. I said that I I also talked to my mom's um, old teacher friend, Mm -hmm. you know, who was like team teaching with her when I was born. So I talked to her for a little bit and... Um, she said, she was like, what can this kid do? And I was like, we don't know. It doesn't say, it doesn't say what he can do. Like, none of this is good. None of this is good at all. And she also said, um, well, did they do vision and hearing tests? And I was like, no. And she goes, okay, well that, this did not happen to me, but it did happen in Ann Arbor school district where they're getting ready to sign this kid up for special ed. And he just couldn't see. (laughs) Like, he just needed glasses. Yeah. Because how do second graders know? Right. Right? They don't know. They don't know. So she was like, yeah, you definitely need to look into that because sometimes they just can't fucking read what they're doing. So anyway, um, this is all boring. You don't care about this. I'm just having really, (laughs) really, I'm having a really hard grad school time right now, you guys. I'm trying not to get a cramp in my back because I'm sitting weird. Oh, I'm sitting bisexual. I can sit bisexual again. My knees are all like back in shape from where they were two years ago. Turns out I was just sleeping funny. I was sleeping bisexual. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice. No, I was propping my knees up. Yeah. Ooh, excuse me. And that was fucking up my body at night because I was sitting at a desk all day Mm -hmm. with my knees bent. And then I was sleeping at night with my knees bent and like it was just too much bending on my knees and i just what we figured that the fuck out last summer right when we spent the weekend at granny's house and i had to slip i had to sleep flat as a pancake on a hard-ass bed and i was like that was amazing (laughs) i feel so great (laughs) yeah i recall i recall this you were like hmm (laughs) i think there's something to this i've got some new data here (laughs) new data processing Oh, so content. What have you been watching? Okay, so um, I had five days off for Memorial Day weekend, and I was trying to figure out this horrible project that brought me to tears, and I did watch all of Stranger Things, and holy fucking shit, season four is as good as season one, and they also didn't give you the last two episodes, so I'm pissed about it. Like, that was fucking rude. They gave you seven episodes out of nine. So they're just like... 
dragging you on here. Yeah. It's very rude, yeah, but it was yeah, like yeah. it was so good. It was um like horror and satanic panic, right? Because there's a um, D&D club and you know like all this fucking weird shit happens in this town and these people are being murdered by a demon so their deaths are really gruesome and the like jocks are all like it's it's the D&D club it's you know like all the satanic panic stuff and like that's really great and interesting you know it's, like, it's interesting to dig into yeah is this still like late 80s yep yeah. Yep. And there's one part where the demon goes after one of the kids, the red-haired girl, and they decide that they have to um like get her to listen to music to try to bring her back to the real world so she doesn't die in the demon realm. And it's Kate Bush running up that hill, and I've it's been so good that like it was such a good scene that I've just been listening to that song all the time lately. Ah, oh, it was good. It's been really good. Nice. Um Obi-Wan Ewan McGregor's a total fucking daddy. Have you watched it? I haven't watched it yet. Scott's watching it, though. <sighs> total daddy. Yeah. Like, yes, daddy. <laughs> yes, daddy. Yes, daddy. And um, I heard they opened, this, they opened the series with the um, temple scene with Anakin and the young Padawans. And unfortunately, the release of this show also coincided with, like, another mass school shooting. <laughs> the It actually, I cried about it yeah. because I was feeling vulnerable to that emotion. Yeah. I cried about that scene. But it is, it is relevant to the, um, to the show because this is something that you saw in Rebels, the show Rebels, is that there are force-sensitive people out there who are hunting anybody who's Force-sensitive and good. So they're all bad. They all work for Vader. And some of them are former Jedi trainees. And so that Padawan scene where these kids that were escaping the temple that later become Inquisitors who are out there hunting Jedi. Mm. Because that's what happens in those years before Luke comes of age and Obi-Wan trains him You know, before episode four is that in those 19 years, they are out there hunting anybody who's force sensitive and uses the force ever. So like that, that was why they were showing that is like, these are these kids that were trained to be Jedi who later grow up and become, become these like bad guys. Inquisitors. Yeah. They kill Jedi. They were training to become Jedi and now they kill Jedi. So any, or anybody who's force sensitive. You gotta preserve yourself, right? Yeah. I mean, so that's what that story is about, right? Yeah. Like, they preserve themselves in that moment, and then they continue that. And you got, like, you're right. There's, like, a certain amount of compassion for it, right? So, yeah, it's interesting. And um, they brought back Hayden Christensen to yes. play Vader. Is that exciting? It is exciting. It's, I love it. Yeah, they've had him, like, in the, um, like... The white makeup. Mm-hmm. Yep, they've had him in the white makeup. Yeah. And uh, in episode three, he and Obi-Wan, he confronts Obi-Wan. Oh, yeah. stop. Yeah, already. Already happened. That escalated quickly. It escalated quickly. Apparently, it, so the, um, Luke and Leia are both 10 or 9, 9 or 10. They've been, he's been searching for Obi-Wan that whole time. He knows that Obi-Wan wasn't dead. Yeah. Right? So, like, he has been also asking his Inquisitors, like, fucking find him. And so, you know, he finally does. Mm-hmm. And, um yeah, he goes to fight him. It's pretty, it was pretty intense. It was pretty good. I was, and also Ewan McGregor, total daddy. Daddy? Daddy? 
Daddy. Yeah. Yes, Daddy. Yes, Daddy. And then what was the third thing I watched? I had three things. Oh, I've been watching RuPaul's Drag Race, uh-huh. um, All Stars, Winter Season, Season 7. And it's so good, you guys. It's like the best season of Drag Race ever. I'm so happy with it. It brings me joy. Yay. So um, Raja has been robbed so far. Has not been in the top. It is very rude. How dare you insult Raja in this way? Jinx is slaying it. So it's been it's been excellent. Good. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Love it. Love it. I had a list, and I can only remember two things now. I hope one of the other ones was like talk about birthday party. Um, <laughs> so I um, found a few things new to watch. Uh, I'm obsessed with the train wreck of Bachelor in Paradise. And so I have found other versions. I found a UK version called uh, Love Island. And then there's like an Australian Love Island. So I, I started watching the UK version. And I'm like nine episodes in. And I'm like, you know, this is moving kind of slow. This is the end of week one and I'm on episode nine. This is... This is this is a long walk. So I go to the episode list. Maggie. Yeah. There are 65 episodes for this show. What the what? What the what? Apparently this is all we do in England during the summer is we watch Love Island every night, seven days a week. Because there's an episode for each day of the week right i just i just dropped my jaw like what the what and then there's a recap episode and then there's an outtake episode so there are nine episodes for each week of this show and they are on this island for eight weeks so there are Sixty-five episodes for eight weeks of this show, and I'm like, that is too long of a walk for me. <laughs> like, I love this type of a train wreck, but I'm on episode nine, and I skipped the recap and the outtake one. I just wanted to watch the fucking show, and I'm like, I might just skip to the fucking end. I might just skip to week eight. I don't know, man. Like, I'm used to Bachelor in Paradise where they pound out a week in one episode, you know? Like an hour and a half. I got an hour and a half. I got a week's worth of drama and hookups and boom, boom rooms and competitions. And this is just like every night there's a 45-minute episode for that day. That's too much. It's there's, a lot. There's no way that that is like... That that is satisfying. I think in England, though, they make it a little more interactive because on one episode, I think people got to vote for who gets to hook up with people. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> so there were two two new guys came in to the house, and based on public public vote, the public voted that. Uh, Chubby should go on a date with Lala and Nick should go on a date with Faye, you know? And so it's like, oh, okay. So I I think they involve the public and there's voting like 
fucking American Idol, but it's dating and fucking. That's bananas. It is bananas. That's cuckoo bananas. You should see some of the 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 little like competition things they make them do too where are bananas too. So there was this one they had the guys dressed like James Bond and so everyone had to do it. There's six couples in the house so you have to watch this same shit six times so the guy jumps through a 007 like paper sheet they're dressed in a tuxedo but it's like a stripping tuxedo so then they have to do a little sexy dance and take off the clothes including like breakaway pants and then they got a tuxedo like thong on okay and so they do a little sexy dance And then they go over to the hot chick in the bikini who's strapped to a table in a volcano and they dumped like, like powder, like colored powder on them, like in a color run and then slime all over the girl. And the guy had to try to protect her from the powder and the slime while he unties her with his teeth because she's tied to this bed. And then you pick her up and you run her across the pool area and make her a drink and they lay down on these beds that are vibrating so they have to lay on their back and pull their knees up and the whole thing's fucking vibrating like what are those vibrating beds from the 80s and so these girls tits and asses are just vibrating everywhere and they're in bikinis and then the guys have to lay on their back still reach over make a drink because now it's like shaken not stirred they have to make some sort of alcoholic beverage and then serve it to the girl and all the while everything's just like fucking vibrating and then they have to make out like it was cuckoo banana pants it it sounds cuckoo and i had to watch that six times like i had to watch everyone do that and then all their confessional interviews afterwards, everyone's covered in slime and powder. And then they go back to the house and take showers. And the girls couldn't get the shit out of their hair. No. So now, like, the hot blondes with the blonde bleached hair now all have pink hair. That is rude. <laughs> so fucking rude. I would be so pissed if my dye job got ruined by this shit-ass slime and color run powder. Yeah, that sounds terrible. <laughs> That sounds, that sounds god awful. So I think, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm going to skip everything to like week eight or maybe I'll just watch the recaps. I don't know. I have to decide. But Love Island. Oh, so. I did listen to an audiobook because um, I always listen to those while I'm getting ready in the morning. So like doesn't actually take up like real time of my time. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I listened to this one called The Temps. And the beginning, the setup of it all was great. And then he just, like, flubbed the ending. Like, Ugh, so disappointing. So disappointing. Because I was like, why does this have such low ratings on Goodreads? Uh-huh. Like, this is a great book. Why is it a three out of five? <clears throat> Sorry. My throat is starting to hurt because I read your kid two chapters tonight. But, yeah, the, um, so the setup of the temps is that there is an all-company meeting for this, like, major conglomerate corporation that does a billion different things. Like, this guy, this guy who got, just got hired, it's his first day, and he's in the mailroom. He's like, I don't even understand what this company does. It just, like, does everything. And so they are all inside. The, the temps are not allowed to go. 
to the meeting. It's everybody who is full-time, you know, hired employee. And so, and it's outside in an amphitheater. So while they are outside in this amphitheater, there is a major terrorist attack and everybody dies except for all the temp workers Ah, who who are stuck in the mail room are stuck inside (laughs) yeah and so they have to figure out so they realize like they can't go outside because the gas is still there right and um yeah it was they're they're trying to figure out what the fuck's going on right and they're like there's a bunch of things there like you know a chipotle and like they so they you know get all the food together and they each like pick little cubicles where they live now and like some of the people are like this is all a test from the top and we're gonna keep working at our jobs and they're like you're gonna do what now yeah if but like there's there's well what else are you gonna do i mean You've got to, they're making a society, right? And like- In their office building. In their office building. And their whole, you know, they've got to like come to the terms with the fact that like their whole families are dead, probably. Because like just by coincidence, this building has a generator, its own generator. And it has, you know, um, like from the outside, it's sealed. It's actually sealed from the outside. So they're not getting air through. Because they were like watching through the windows and like as the gas like went, through these things like people like died in their cars and created major crashes like it was a huge extinction level event Uh and they're like watching the news and it was like you know the first it was the local news and then she died on air because right and then they're watching air gets sucked in from outside and into your ventilation system and then they're watching news from new york because and then it goes there and they all die on air like right so everything is fucked up and um, I, I loved it. And then you just sort of like, was like, and that's the end. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? So. Um, I hate if, those. It's like an M. Night Shyamalan movie, huh? <laughs> yeah. You should message M. Night Shyamalan and be like, you need to make this movie. You need to make the temps into a movie. <laughs> I did see on Instagram, too, that Bravo is doing a Real Housewives of Dubai. I bet that's going to be dope. I'm kind of excited. I've, I don't really watch Real Housewives. Like, you and I watch the spoof ones, which are oh, hilarious. Are so good. So delightful. And Shade. Shade. <laughs> calm down. down. You. <laughs> calm down. I can't believe she told me to calm down. Oh, they're so good. Baby. Um... <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, ooh, I'm like, I think I want to watch this train wreck because, like, life in Dubai is so decadent, right? Like, everything is literally coated in gold. And so I messaged my cousin, who also loves to travel like us, and he's like, I think I might watch this too. I was like, it has the potential to be, like, to, like, wow and make me angry at the same time. Because, you know, I really hate watching rich people, like, waste money on shit. You know, it's like, there are other things you could be doing with your money. Yeah, just give it to me. Like, why are we, like, spending $300,000 on a custom license plate? Right. You know, you know how many kids that could put through college? Yeah, like three. Three. (laughs) (laughs) I love how we both went there also. It was like three. (laughs) Good. Yeah, uh yeah so i might i might i might tap into that i might check it out 
Yeah, I um, I've never been interested in the Real Housewives, but that one sounds interesting, doesn't it? It sounds interesting. Yeah, I'm interested. Yeah, I'm interested in the Real Housewives of Dubai. So we'll have to check it out. There is that um, you know, like Crazy Rich Asians movie. There is a similar like Housewives type uh, show on Netflix too that like highlights. Crazy Rich Asians. So I it's like the read... bling life or something. Ma'am. I read the book. Yeah, like one dog hates you and like the other one like just wants you to pet her. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I am shocked at how much your dog hates me. Yeah, we have to work on that. I'll put bacon in your pockets next time you come over. I like th- that was surprising. You guys, I went to pet Millie today. She's laid down in front of me and I was like, oh good. She's not like begging me for pets. Right? Because that's my boundary. Like, I'm not going to, if you're going to beg me, I'm not going to pet you. But if you're going to, you know, like lay here and be good, I'll give you pets. And she jumped up like I lit her on fire. (laughs) And started barking at you. And growling. Yeah. I have no idea what this is about. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. Earlier tonight, I was um, dancing. Salem thought it was really funny when I was dancing. And she was, like, wagging her tail and dancing with me and got so excited she piddled on the floor. But, like, it was still very adorable. And I was doing that again with the dog, with Salem. And Millie just walks up, like, gives me these eyes, like, fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. Right? The dog gave me a fuck you look. But I thought that was about the dancing. I didn't realize she actually just hates me. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what that is. We'll have to... I'll send you home with a bag of treats and then just keep them in your car. And next time you come, you can like give her treats, give her treats. Yeah. I don't know what this is about. Maybe she's like, maybe she's like Mark Kowiecki's family and she just hates that I have boundaries. (laughs) She's punishing me for boundaries. (laughs) Well, she set her own boundaries tonight. That's okay. She can have those. She's like, ma'am, ma'am, you will not touch me. Yeah. I want no pets from you. I was just very surprised by that. (laughs) Calm down. Calm down. (laughs) You need to calm down. (laughs) So, yeah, Millie full on hates me. Oops. (laughs) Yikes. Oh, man. Oh, shit. It's about that time. I was about to ask that. It's about that time. In a minute. I'm going to be. I should have sent you that on Instagram. I saw that one where it was like kids on the internet now and they were doing the little dance, right? Voguing to it. And it was like me on the internet in 2007. And it was a guy and he had the like long wig with it like clipped out of the eyes and then like hells up their hand. It says RAR and was like, I was like, oh, I feel attacked by this. Do you have some internet things of the week? Yeah, let's pull something up. Uh, I forgot to check. Oh, I I pulled this up to send to Javi when I'm done being off my social media break. After I say that's crazy twice, please wrap up your story. <laughs> Yo, look, I finished my love potion, says one witch to the other witch. And the other witch says, who are you going to make love you? And the first witch says, myself, and then chugs it. She drinks it. I love it. That's amazing. I was like, oh, yeah, I need need me some of that. 
And then Max sent me this, and I was attacked, but also understand. So it's it's Grogu, right, with the, you know. Soup. With the soup cup, and he's wearing, like, heart-shaped sunglasses. Yeah, so the sunglasses were added. He's got the little soup cup, and it says, me, when I realize I overreacted and was being a drama queen, but it's too late now, so I've got to stand my ground. <laughs> So was, Hashtag facts. I was like, wow, I've been attacked. And then this I got from um, the iWay Instagram, which is uh, Jamila Jamil's um, podcast. Okay. Right? So we've got actual, which is the red line. So difficulty up and down. Boundaries are X, Y, axis. Right? So it says realizing I need a boundary. This is actual. Setting a boundary. Reinforcing a boundary. Reminding about the boundary. And then it was predicted, realizing I needed a boundary, setting a boundary, and then it goes dotted line off the rails. And it goes, I didn't think this far ahead. <laughs> I, just got, I just got to setting the boundary. I don't, I don't know how to go after that. And I was like, yeah, I, fe- I feel that. I feel that. So those are some internet things of the week, my friends. Um, you can find us on social media. Oh, what? I remembered my one other thing. Oh, tell me. Um... I was forced to watch Footloose 2011. What? Yeah, remember we both swore off we would never watch that piece of trash yeah. because like Footloose should have never been remade to begin with. It's perfect in in its existence. Yeah, that's yeah, right. I think 2011 might be better. Excuse me. I know. So I propose that you and I do our annual drinking episode watching Footloose 84 and Footloose 2011 back-to-back, okay? But with Footloose 2011, we drink every time they exactly copy something from Footloose 1984. Mm -hmm. And I predict we will be dead about 45 minutes in. Okay. Prediction heard. It, um... It legit, because we watched them back to back, and I was like, you know what, Anina? Because I was called out by my husband for being a hypocrite. Um, (laughs) I was like, fine, I'll watch it. And um, it took, because we watched them back to back, I was like, yeah, I actually do think comparatively one to one, the second one is better because it took the first one and just tweaked it ever so slightly. Like it took each scene and was like, how can we make this just slightly better? Mm-hmm. How can we incorporate this storyline like earlier to provide more context? Mm-hmm. Um, so they change like one core thing they change is like Ren moves to a small town alone. His mom dies. And so he moves in with his aunt and uncle alone. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's still an outsider. But, you know, he's lost his mom to, surprise, cancer. Because um, <laughs> that's how everyone loses a loved one, right? Um, and then, like, the tractor race is, like, a bus race, you know. Um, and there's a little more dancing in it, I think. More dancing in it. Um, the, you know, the, the kids aren't as repressed as the parents want them to be. Um, and then they did away with that entire other secondary, like burn the book storyline you know yeah like the the town was like 
like in 84, the town was like super religio repressed, right? And because it's like modern times, we're not as religiously repressed, but we have turned into like a religious overprotective town of our loved ones because of a tragedy. Yeah. So, um, but it's still a small town, but still like, a, like you could watch them side by side and be like, yeah. 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 Like it's almost an exact replica. So. I mean, there are many ways in which I think Tron legacy is better than Tron. Yeah. Right. But also like think Tron was like the (laughs) cat (laughs) I think Top Gun 2 is better than Top Gun 1 oh my gosh I know you're like I'm not watching it but the movie was better than the previews um I saw the whole movie in the preview no you didn't no you didn't um I've seen it twice in the movie theater. <laughs> and we watched that back to back too. Like we watched Top Gun at home mm-hmm. and then we went to the movies. And I watched it with Anina and I was like, wow, that dialogue was really bad in that movie. Who the fuck wrote that shit? Yeah. Like, you know, you go back and you look at the romantic storyline between Maverick and Kelly McGillis and I was like, she wasn't into him at all. She just wanted that MiG-28 story. Yeah. And they really had no substantial conversations. Mm-hmm. It was always about work. They, they And they had sex over work. Like, I don't know. It was like this fake sexual tension. And, and so in that respect, I think Top Gun 2 is better than Top Gun 1. But it hit all the feels, too. Like... It brought back all the songs, the theme song, Danger Zone. They, like, they kicked it off right. You know, they tied together Goose's storyline. You know, it hit all the feels. I cried multiple times. Um, Spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen Top Gun yet. Um, But I recommend it. I know Maggie was like, Maggie saw like a four minute trailer in a movie theater. She's like, I'm never seeing this. But it was, it was really good. It was good. We can get drunk and go see it. Okay. You don't need to see it three times in a theater. I'd see it again. It was good. Danger zone. (laughs) Um, When I was in high school and on the Palm Squad, that was our major competition piece for oh, regionals. Oh, no. Danger Zone. Ha- Danger Zone. Oh, yep. poor th- you poor thing. Yep. That, so that song will always be that. Oh, you're ruined. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I want you to get in the movie theater and do the little dance for us. I'll bring oh, some pom-poms for you. Um, we had to put something where it was like, Ready, go. Because right at the beginning, you had to tuck, jump in the air, and then land in the splits. Uh-huh. Dun it a dun dun. Yep. Yep. That was a thing we did. All right, so we're going to day drink and watch Footloose this summer. Footloose back to back. Back to back marathon. Okay. And we're going to record it all. Okay, here we go. Yep. It's going to happen. We haven't had a drinking episode in a while. No, we haven't. Because there was a pan- besides penguins, there was a pandemic, and I don't know what what else has been going on that we haven't done summer. Episodes. I think we just considered like 
Penguin Con our, dr- our drunk escapades for the year. Yeah. Are you, are you drunk now? No. You just threw your phone at me. I dropped my phone on you. Think you threw it at me. All right. Well, you guys, you can find us on social media, um, but I won't be on it still for three more weeks. So you can interact <laughs> with Shannon on social media at that more thing. You can find us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and Stitcher. And in three weeks, you can interact with me on Twitter. I am Maggie at Brain of Maggie. And I'm Shannon at Shannon's Party. And this has been episode... 318, 319, sure. something like that. That's somewhere... Danger three, Zone. 300 something. 300 Danger Zone of That More Thing with Shannon and Maggie. Bye. Bye.